Yo, 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 Ryuji here. Welcome to this week's episode of The Two Rowdy Vegans. Really appreciate you listening this week. Happy Friday. And what this is, is part two of last week's conversation. So if you heard last week's episode, you're going to love this week's episode. If you haven't checked it out, I really highly suggest you check it out first. So it'll give context to what you're about to hear. But in any case, this is a conversation between Renee and Tommy and a cattle rancher and his wife. We went up to Huntsville to rescue a cow. And this is the conversation that happened uh, during that occasion. So hope you enjoy. See you inside. Two rowdy vegans, two, two, two rowdy vegans, two, two, two rowdy vegans, two, two, two rowdy vegans, one plus one equals two rowdy vegans. So many vegans think ranchers are the antichrist, you know, and I have to tell them all the time, you have no idea, ranchers love animals. How can they love animals and kill them? I'm like, that's what they have to do. If you're a rancher, you have to do that. That's what you do until you start seeing, like with real eyes, just like these people we were just talking to, these chicken farmers. I mean, I, I can believe I was listening to this, these people, actually killing that many animals a year. And they get, and, de- get desensitized. And, and now, they, and now they, they're, they said, we are now in a magical, mystical wonderland. That's what they said. And I was like, oh my God, they, they don't want any of these animals to, to be slaughtered anymore. And I asked them, they, they, they have 200 cows. And they said, you know, I asked them, well, you know, what do you want to do with those cows? And they said they want, they don't want to see them go to slaughter. So I'm going to be helping them. They need 600 bales of hay. They don't have, they're going to run out of hay on December 20th. And I'm going to be helping them um, find some hay. I'm going to be doing everything I can to get some money to them. But well, so, there's no, there's no, there's, where's the profit? I mean, you're, well, you're losing money. Well, no, 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 there is. See, see what we're. they their uh, chicken houses to. To a mushroom farm. They're going to become a mushroom farm. And there's a lot of people that are helping uh, people that want to transition. That's that's our rancher advocacy program. I'm going to see because that's what we're doing right now. We're writing a book on this. We're pioneering the movement. That's what I've been told. So I just finally just go ahead and admit it. We are pioneering the movement where we're actually teaching ranchers how they can do something different. Because thus to date, there has been no way to do anything different. I mean, this is what you do. You raise the cows, you sell the babies, you make your money. And when Tommy would come home, he would throw those, those sales slips in front of me. And I wasn't vegan at the time. And he'd say, but I didn't like what he was doing. And you he'd say, here, murder you know, because I was calling him a murderer. I was and I'd look down on the floorboard of her car and there'd be a Chick-fil-A bag or two. And I'd go, you call me a yeah, murderer? Right. See, yeah. that's my, that's my exactly. whole point. Exactly. Yeah. But see, I, but I, but see, but, but that drove her even well, you're, farther. You're walking the walk now. Yeah. But see, but it took that. It yeah. took me four years of having these feelings before I went vegan. And then she tried to go humane first and she was trying to convince me to kill one of our cows. And I said, I don't want to eat a cow I know. Yeah. yeah, this was before I went vegan. I said, well, if we're, why do we buy our meat from the store and we have all these grass-fed beef cows See, out I'm here? the same way, though. You are. People ask me that all the time. Do you, do you process it? I'm like, oh, no, I, I can't eat one that I... I'm Which you know. Yeah. Then you, you want to say the word. I know. so little, you know, you don't want to, yeah. But he wouldn't do it. And I said, well, then by golly, we're going to pick one. Which is one this is this a conspiracy, be? Cindy? Have y'all gotten together? I y'all, swear, this I is... didn't say a word. <laughs> no. I didn't. This is all about... We did not talk about this. No. <laughs> See, because, no, no, no. See, it's not that at all. It's just that, you know, when when forces collide, 
You know, mm-hmm. you, you're you're talking to people here that used to do what y'all were doing, mm-hmm. and we're vegan now, and we're here for one reason only. My purpose for being here is because yeah, my main honey. reason is because of honey. You know what this reminds me of in a lot of ways is these poor, stupid, ignorant coal coal miners that that's all they've known. That's all their daddy knew, the granddad, the great great daddy, and, and they defend and this it. stupid, ignorant m- moron. Uh, I don't even like saying the man's name. You know, he promised him he was going to bring coal back. And that's, yeah. you know, and then we Hillary had this deal. Look, we're going to re-educate you to get you a different profession, another type of way you can make more money. And they think she's the Antichrist because of that, you know. Yeah, no, I couldn't believe they even think so, about that. I mean, you see, you see the connection I'm making? Oh, yeah, yeah. absolutely I do. Absolutely. So. There's another way to do things. And see, and so we're at, the, we're at a precipice in, in the evolution of our world right now, our planet, where ranchers have to start listening mm-hmm. because they are the problem. Mm-hmm. We're running out of, we're running okay. out of planet. You, you get know. that. And so see, yeah. that I, I stopped for a minute because see, I have to realize we, we, we really were, we are the problem mm-hmm. as ranchers. And, well, there's and, a lot of problems. And, and see, if, and if you can, if you yeah. ranchers start transitioning like this and start having a voice, and you got a big one, yeah, you know, <laughs> you got a big one, yeah, on and then and then yeah. others are going to go, what? So yeah. it becomes more plausible, it becomes more realistic, you know, because Tommy used to say, Renee, get your head out of your ass, get your head in the real world, you know, and this was this was the real world for me when well, I Tommy started. just said. In response to you said that's the problem. That's one of the problems. Yeah. The biggest problem, and I, I, this is—I I talk on ninety point one all the time. I call and they put me on. Oh, it's Richard. Get him on there. So we've gotten dumber and we've gotten greedier as a country, as a planet. So it shouldn't surprise anybody that we elect the king of all money pigs, Donald Trump, as the president of the United States. I know. You know, so I was in such a shock, and I'm like, how in the world did this happen? He's a symptom of the problem. He's not the problem. This come along. Mm-hmm. You know, this big divide in politics, but big time greed. Oh, he's going to make me a millionaire. All those fools at yeah, you're right. University of Trump University going to teach me how to do real estate. Suckers, fools, you know. So when you talk about the problem, it's, it's one yeah, of the problems. It is one of the it's problems. It's one of the problems. But, it's, but what I'm talking about is on, our, on, our, on the climate of our geography, uh, ranchers are probably driving the worst uh, they are as far as greenhouse emissions. Well, the fishermen in the sea. Well, it's in fish yeah. too. Oh you know. my God, the plastic just yeah, flying off next to We We try and be as green as possible. This is our CBS Evening News story. This mm-hmm. was the first one. This is the one that went viral. You're welcome. You can go in there and look at that one. Uh, because our story went viral, this is what happened. Our stories landed in the laps of traditional farmers. See, people that were relating to us, right? Mm-hmm. Because, you know, no farmer or rancher likes to kill their animals, typically. Nobody. And so, all of a sudden, the things that you don't normally talk about, and you're not supposed to have feelings about. See, so they, they just die on your place? They just die there. What do you do with them? We, Let the we, buzzards have them? We bury them. Well, we used to. Well, we before used to. We, now we have a backhoe. We have a backhoe. You just bury them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We have service. Okay. We've only done one. Yeah, yeah. We have a service. Yeah. Richard, 
when I brought this to him, was skeptical about the whole thing. And he said, how do you know they're not taking your cows and going to sell them themselves? So now said, you know that I'm sure. Oh, no. <laughs> I said, no. no. Are you, are you are y'all are damn good actors. He's by nature. <laughs> she, she can, uh, I'm, our place is overpopulated. We're having a feed. I would have taken to our place. And every yeah, week she part. goes, Tommy, come here. And I know what it is. It, it's, you know, no, 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 no more, no more, no more until we get moved. You know, we've been flooded twice and we're trying to move, uh, you know, up, up this direction, yeah. uh, you know, a little yeah. farther maybe. Yeah, you're fixing me out of order. Yeah. yeah. Sooner or later. <coughs> Y'all live in Angleton? Yes, yeah. yeah, I used to live in Angleton when I was a little kid. Really? Years ago, yeah. I used to play golf there at the uh, old Funny ocean. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I used closer. to see there. Yeah. Really? Yeah, that was one so, of my main places I sang. It's, I bet you we've crossed paths many a time. There was a place called Snug Harbor. Snug Harbor? Did you ever, did you ever I there? played there too. Oh my God, I got so drunk there one time. Oh my God, I probably did too back in the day. I don't drink yeah. anymore. Yeah. I don't drink any less. But I, I, see, I knew that was coming. I had a feeling. Actually, I do drink a lot less. I can't drink hard liquor anymore. Yeah. And I don't drink but maybe two or three beers at the most during the week because i got to work the next day. At 63, it's getting to where it's starting to tell on me. So this is going to ask you all these questions like, who's the Rancher Advocacy Program for? What's the goal of our program? Uh, some of what the RAP can offer working a working ranch. So all of these questions are in here. And mm -hmm. then if you go to the second part of it, it's the program itself. Mm -hmm. And... Our three main tracks right now are transitioning ranchers to wind, solar, or veganic farming. So we have got subject matter experts that are actually that we're actually uh, working with to figure out every aspect of what could possibly, what you possibly would need, mm -hmm. uh, you know, on your particular piece of land to do one. There's of those several tracks. ways. Well, AgriLife, like I said, they they was going to come out and. And I was, I reverted back to, oh, the cows, they've been in my family forever and ever and ever. And, and they charge a pretty good chunk of change at the beginning, don't they? Well, they would come out and say, you know, they could advise me, you can do trees, you can do butterflies, there's all kind of ways you can still get exemption birds. Pecans, yeah. Oh, yeah, pecans and stuff. So, you know, I can get, it's not, it's not that, it's just, when Tradition. people, it's, it's, and, you know, people ask me, you know, how many cows you got? No, five. How you make a pride don't? What are you, your exemption for? You, you don't, you can do something else. And my last reply is, it keeps me out of the bars. It's something to do. I got Well, keep them and just get rid of that bull. Yeah. yeah. So you, see his you see his head ticking right now? That's what I said to him. I said, how about getting rid of the bull? He's got a bad leg. But don't get rid of the bull. Find a home for him. Yeah. Well, help us because yeah. I don't know anybody that really yeah you just find a home you just get him fixed and find a home how far is A&M from here not very far not no. very yeah he's a registered limousine we have a registered limousine they yeah, can they, they, could, real they could just real easy going he's so easy going they could take a sperm and freeze it whatever if they wanted to they could. what I call fireball I call him fire in the balls <laughs> that's what I call our fireball this guy's name is Curly he's got we have name. a Curly we have a Curly. We have a Martin. We have a Bubaloo. Two Luckies. Two Luckies. One from Florida. Came from Dade County, Florida, SPCA. They, oh. they shipped us eight of their cows. Wow. 
when they go on horse rescue uh, deals, sometimes they there'd be a cow there and they would take them back. And then the, I guess the uh, the manager or something said, "Y'all got to do something with that." You know, horses are a mission, and we wound up with eight of them. They're, eight. Yeah. they're really cool cows. They like to eat fruit. The Texas cows have a, a few of them have acquired the taste, but every single one of the cows from Florida like, will snatch a banana from your hand. Oh, oh yeah, God. they'll eat tw- twenty bananas. It's unbelievable with the peeling on it. Yeah. Oh wow. Oh yeah. Yeah. So, do, you have, do, you have, do you have a job, or is this? I mean, you have a job. I retired from Dow uh, thirty-five days before she went vegan, and she was doing this. Uh, uh, selling a, a nutritional drink and and uh Still taken, some of the the products had whey in it and so she said nope not doing it anymore and so her uh her income stream went down and i'm retired and she's going uh now i'm now i'm becoming a vegan and it, it was crazy but i was always an entrepreneur you know i always <coughs> made my own way in life you know i was a realtor and i had my own businesses so nothing scared me as far as I, I just didn't get scared. That's, that's an ADD thing. I guess. No, really, it is. is it? We're not afraid. We're not afraid. Of I'm not scared. I'm not either. And so I when say, this... I'm a, you know, 100 pounds, I'm gonna whoop your ass. You ain't done it yet. <laughs> <laughs> they don't well, see any fear in me, and that scares them. And, you know? and, and Tommy's always—he's just the opposite. You know, he'll look at me sometimes and go, "Hey," like I was trying to help these people over the phone right now that need 600 bales of hay, and they got 200 cows. They need to figure out where to find a home for. And I'm saying, "Yeah, we can figure this out." I'll get off the phone, and I'll—you know—I'm going to help them. I'm coming to help you, and trying to help ourselves. She I'm, has so many irons in the fire. It's unbelievable. Yeah, but you know, I just deal with it when I need it. And I, you know? I'm like, come on, Renee. But but see, the thing is, just like, okay, you asked us how we make a living. You see, we we really used Tommy's retirement for uh, mm-hmm. the first year and a half a lot. And then we got flooded. And he was so mad. He was mad all the time. He was bitter. He was angry. He was vegan. And he, and he was pissed. Was just like... Yeah, and he was pissed. And I'm just like, it's going to be all right. We're going to get there. We're going to do. We're going to do. Well, right at the breaking point, we basically had an angel show up. And it's uh, it's a foundation that has um, that that contributed, you know, over a half a million dollars to us, so that amazing we could get the tractors we needed, the backhoe. She told me one day, "Hey, go get estimates for uh, what you need to make this a dream place." And you know, because I've never had a tractor with cab, uh, and I've done a lot of hay. So I went and got an estimate. I, I, I knew it was a bunch of BS. I didn't think it ever happened. I got an estimate for a tractor with 15-foot bat wing and actually a cab and a backhoe uh, that we needed in case we needed to do, you know. Very yeah. yeah. And, uh, and about six months later, you know, I knew it was, it was crazy. Nobody was going to do that. About six months later, she goes, hey, uh, the money's coming in. You need to go buy that equipment. I said, what? You're still probably like, really? Sure. And uh, that was right when we got flooded, or we got flooded right after we got the equipment. You know, had to move the equipment and all the cows and everything the first time. And uh, then, you know, we recovered from that and uh, didn't have insurance on the house, still working on it. Me and Renee moved back into the house in July of 2015, and then Harvey hit. (laughs) So it's been crazy. But, you know, like she always says, uh, you know, something will happen. 
And it Be- always does. Because when you when you when you're really doing the right thing for the right reasons, I really believe that Falls together. The things meet. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I really do. I live my life like that. And so this foundation helped us uh, on many levels. I mean, they're not they're not like our. They don't just like throw money at us. Right. Right. We have to we have to do what we have to do to raise we our money to pay our plans. bills. The, but it's uh, it's 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 starting to kind of wane right now. They're they're not giving us near as much because and, and we, so I'm always fundraising because I don't want to depend on them. I'm I'm wanting to be completely self-supporting. Right. You know, uh, declining outside contributions. Right. Period. I mean, I really would love to be able to be that way, but we're not. We still need donations. So I'm grateful for everyone we get. Yeah. Right. Uh, but we we were very fortunate that we have this foundation, and so what's happened as a result of that. I know people. That will also help other people, and that's what I'm going to do. You know, mm-hmm. when I, you know, and that's the kind of person that I want to be. I want our legacy to be, you know, that Tommy and I are able one day to be in a position to to do the same thing that that these people and, and see, do to us girl. because right. because these people <clears throat> these people that helped us these people that helped us are not just helping us. I can't even tell you who they are. They're very anonymous because they help so many organizations like ours in the world. Probably somebody like Tom Steyer or somebody. Or Ellen. Ellen does things like that. It's nobody like that. It's nobody famous. Well, you know, my beliefs are really simple. I just try my damnedest to treat people the way I want to be treated. Mm -hmm. And everything else, like you said, falls in place. I don't need the all that other stuff, and I hope I'm not insulting anybody, but I'm bona fide atheist. Sorry. Well, doesn't matter to me. And, uh, I'm, I'm very spiritual, but, you know, I can, I can understand how you can be an atheist. The biggest, the biggest problem I have being an atheist, I don't have anybody to talk to during orgasm. Oh, God! Oh, Jesus! Oh, Christ! Yes! 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 Uh, <laughs> That's hilarious. But, uh, it, it, and it goes, it goes against... <laughs> The people, that's why, another reason why they won't even speak to me here, you know, because it's... He's, ver- he's big, very vocal. <laughs> very, very Catholic, very, very, you know, doubt of the world, Jesus died on the cross for your sins, yada, 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 yeah. you know. And, uh, yeah, I was raised that way. I'm not trying to convince y'all. Don't, you know, it doesn't bother me that you believe in Santa Claus. Why does it bother you that I don't? That's what I tell them. And they're just like, you know. <laughs> no, they're afraid you're going to get on them, that they're, you're, you're, the devil spirit is going to jump off of you and into them. That's what they think. Really. And when you Seriously. have 81% of Christians voting for this, whatever you want to call him, yeah. that, you know, if you were a member of, a, of, a, of a, a, a union, you know, or a book club or a fraternity or a sorority, and 81% of them voted for the, the world is flat, I wouldn't be a member of them anymore. But when it comes to that other stuff, it's it. Oh, yeah, we still believe in the idea. Well, we even talked about moving to Canada. <laughs> Oh, did you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And in 2020, it's if it's. I don't think he can be reelected, but I didn't think he could be elected. But I re I I even researched it to make sure we could go up. Can't believe he's not already impeached. I can't either. I can't. Well, it's getting. What's going on right now is interesting. So we'll see. His approval rating is still as high as it is, and I guess it's just because the economy and stupidity. You know, there. And I was looking at. Googling polls, and there's, you know, uh, Joseph McCarthy, when he was being censured, he still had 34% approval rating. So that ought to give you, lend a little bit of, oh, 
I feel better now in a way. See what I mean? You're still going to have 33%. You can fool some of the people some of the time. You can fool yeah. some of the people all the time. You can fool all the people some of the time. And then there's the other one that Abraham Lincoln said, you can't fool all the people all the time. Well, you can fool 33% of the people all the time. Yeah. Evidently. True. That's true. That's so true. Absolutely. It's not. 52% of white women voted for him. I know. Explain that to me. Women, you know, they're just so used well, to being dominated, I guess. Yes, and they're jealous of somebody like Hillary that got off, yeah. got out of the kitchen, you know, and, 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 and played the game better than the men did. But though in retrospect, Hillary lost a great big, well, section. She didn't cater to certain areas of the country. She chose not to go to Michigan. To you know what I mean? She messed well, up. Well, you heard that after the Flint so, water fiasco, that you're not going to vote for Republican, the man that gave us the poisoned water. So she, I would have thought, gee, I don't need to go to Michigan either. But you know, know. there's no accounting for stupidity. I have a feeling some of my relatives. Oh, you know they did. Oh, I know. I know I, Michigan. I know some of my relatives did. Oh, my God, my brother and my cousins that just like... But for whatever reason you voted for him, okay. You didn't like Hillary. You believed his bullshit, you know. But, but it's been two him. years of, look, porn stars, Russia, lie after lie after proven BS. Yeah. The, the, the university, Trump University... You know that, that he was that he was ruled against. That's been since he was inaugurated. You know that he had to end up paying what twenty five thousand dollars. You know, you'd think that this would get into your into your psyche, into your logic, into your critical thinking. That no, oh, they just like a dog with a bone. You know, the, the harder you try to say, look, here's the facts, the harder they hold on to that bone. Yeah. Yeah, they're just. Uh, I'm disgusted. I don't. I'm scared to death of what's going, what's happening to our country. Yeah. yeah I degree in history, and I've, you know, and I love history, and I can, I can quote it to you. And when people say, "Well, you know, we've had a lot of trauma like this in the past," and well, yeah, we have, and we got through it. But it's no sense that we'll get through it. You know, you, it takes resisting. It, it takes, it takes vocal people. It takes people going, not no, but hell no. It takes people. And, and here's the big deal that I don't understand or that people don't understand about me, that they still have their friends, relatives, and neighbors that are, that are, that are right-wing, that, oh, well, you know, that's politics. If you get, here's where I'm going with this. If you're a Trumper, you don't get to run with Richard. Not that that's any big loss, but I'm pretty sure I'd have done the same thing in the early 30s in Germany. I'm damn sure I would have. Yeah. You know? And this is 1935 in the United States right now. It's two years. Two, 1935 was two years into Hitler. Yeah. It's 2018. It's two years into Trump. Yeah. We're being indoctrinated oh, I know to it. be hate patriotic slash patriotic. Patriotic slash hate. Look at it's the white nationalists acceptable. that are yeah. coming forward. That's yeah. scary. Yeah. All right, that was it. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of The Two Rowdy Vegans. Really appreciate you. Again, like I said last week, not exactly sure how many parts we're going to cover this conversation in. 
But really hope you enjoy this because I you know however we deliver it to you, we really wanted to put it out because um, it's really the behind the scenes of the Rancher Advocacy Program in the making. So in any case, part three coming next week, Friday. Again, thank you so much for listening. See you next week. Two, two, two rowdy begins. One plus one equals two rowdy begins. <laughs>